Where's this hot? Hi. How are you? What's up? I'm so excited to finally see you. Thanks for having me on. I feel like we've been in touch for like a long time. A while. I can't, yeah. I mean, I know. I'm like, I feel, I'll tell Mary, I'm like, I feel like I know, like, I feel like we've already, like, <laughs> we're past all this shit, right? Now it's just yeah. like the bullshit. So exactly. I'm so happy to see you. How are you? By the way, I'm good. I watched Watch What Happens Live twice. <laughs> oh my God. I love, do you, okay, I act. I'm not, like, it's not an act. Everyone's like, she did it for drama. I'm like, no, I gave my opinion. And by the way, if anybody's (laughs) ever seen the show and, like, been out of the rock. What you see is what you get. Of all people, (laughs) they should know you are the one that's, like, no bullshit. Like, this is what you get. Absolutely. And so I didn't understand all the tweets I was like did everyone just wake up today like read the room so everyone so okay so watch what happens live happens and you're saying what you're saying and people are like it's a show it's an act like she's just putting it on right and clearly I'm like go watch family karma you're like this is why I get in fights with people because I say what I'm and like. not fights just like a lot of people I think just in general are so afraid of cancel culture and speaking their mind and I've said it on my own podcast. Maybe I am a little bit more masculine than feminine. My mom's told me that my entire life, but I'm like, you made me this way. Have you met my mother? Yes. Like I've never been told to be quiet or, you know, I've always stood up for what's wrong or right. And I actually stand up for people that feel like they don't have a voice. I know. I love it. And you so know it's what? like, it goes both ways. Like, yeah, I'm speaking for other people as well, but I'm also not gonna sugarcoat anything and and here's the thing like I feel like this is another reason why I was really excited like I just I've loved you from the get-go and I was like on to like do this because I'm the same way I mean I have a mouth I played sports my whole life I talk shit my girl wears boy pants and like plays with monster and it's just it's being yourself but if that's part of your personality like own it I'm not changing And by the way, you have plenty of very girly, very feminine chicks on the show. So it's like, you especially need them to be you. Because if not, you're going to be like the rest. And I also, I'm an older child. I grew up with a lot of pressure and a lot of expectation. It's, you know, shaped by my upbringing as well. My parents were very tough on me. And so I think maybe some of that toughness you know that's how you are to you yeah so do you feel like with the cast you get along better with the guys then no I'm actually a girl's girl I I was under fire for saying it I I just generally don't enjoy talking to men because I I've always been in a position where they're either looking somewhere else. Like, it's like, look here, hun. like, look here, talk to me, yeah. like, pay attention. I can name like three men that I worked with that I was absolutely like, you're professional, you're amazing. I just haven't had the best experience. And I'm not saying me too, or anything like that. Just, right. I just don't really work well with men. I really don't. I admire women. I like women. 
and it's very hard for me to talk to men. So, okay. So you being, because I am like you, but I get along better with guys and I know they're bullshit. Yeah. Like it's like looking right. at chicks, making their comments, looking at the boobs, like yeah. saying inappropriate things, which I say inappropriate things and I should probably watch my right. mouth. But with chicks, I feel like it's such bullshit drama all the time. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I'm not like that. Like I'd rather fight than be like, oh, but you, did you hear this? Right. You know? So I'm I think, surprised. No, I'm actually, I, I have a lot of amazing girlfriends, but you know, like attracts like, I feel like all my girlfriends are very much like me, like in my friend group, even on the show, a lot of us weren't married and off the show, a lot of my girlfriends aren't married. And I think there is a case where in this day and age, women have to be more masculine because a lot of the guys aren't doing it. Right. Totally. Totally. They're wusses. And I'd say I found someone that I said in my last podcast allows me to be a girl. Aww. Like I have peace of mind with my husband. I can relax. I, you know, can be a girl. I can finally, you know, relax. Okay. So husbands. I, I know. Mean, I feel like a sellout. <laughs> you're married. I know. I found someone. I really didn't settle. I waited, you know, till... I was ready. Everyone says, just do it. You'll never be ready. I waited till I was ready because I had so many examples around me of what not to do. And, you know, the trauma I had, because I didn't have trauma where men did things to me. I saw the best men around me that I thought were the best husband, the best boyfriend do things and wreck my friends. And so there was that trauma where it was like, are there any good guys out totally, there? You know, totally. And Especially so it was always like, older, right? And we're and doing our thing. We're not at the bars, like hanging out no. with people. We're working, like you know, you run your business. You're a boss, bitch. Right. Like I'm the same way. Like I'm not going. Like I, what if? What would I do? Like I'm not going out partying. I'm not going to no. parties. Yeah. And especially if that's not your scene at 38, like, how was I going to meet someone? Because most people meet people in college, university, or at their job or at right. happy hour. And all those ships had sailed. So, you know, those milestones. And then meanwhile, a lot of my friends also are married with kids and all their friends are married couples. And then you're you're like, what do, with what your do group of single women, and right. you're all looking for the same thing. And then you have your married friends, and they have no single friends. So I started panicking. I'll be completely honest at 37 where the boss bitch in you is like, wait a minute, like all this time's passed by and I do want a companion. Holy and God. I don't know where to find one now because we're in a pandemic. Holy and that was the first time I downloaded an app and I never thought at 37, I'd find someone on an app. So that's where you guys met. Yeah, because that's not, you know, I'm an elder millennial. That's not where yeah. we're going. Right. So download, downloaded the apps and was on the apps for two and a half years. And wait, in a lockdown. 
And while you're on these apps, were you going out? Were you going out with a bunch of people? Yes, I was also being set up by friends and family. And let me tell you, I was thinking, oh, because I'm being set up by friends or family, like these people are going to be good, decent people. That doesn't stop people from doing weird things. So you just were kissing a lot of... No, I wasn't kissing problems. anybody. You weren't even put... You were nothing. You were like these lips... I was meeting people. people and talking to them, but I, I was saying I wasn't kissing or sleeping with anybody. Oh my gosh. Okay. Because so I was looking to get married. So I would tell people on the first date, I want to get married. But here's the thing. People... And who was it? You were having the conversation... Oh, Brian. When Brian was like... And you know, that would scare someone like Brian. He's Not also 30. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's different. And, and when you're a 30-year-old guy, you're really like 20. When you're a 30-year-old woman, you're like 40, right? Mentality. And when I was a 30-year-old woman, I was like a Brian. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where I wanted to be. I actually only figured out everything later in life, which is why there's like this delay because I was a late bloomer. I had my first kiss at 21. I've said it, I lost my virginity at 25. So of course, everything was going to happen later. And that's because I was so sheltered. I grew up very sheltered. Your parents were like, don't kiss, don't hook up, no sex. Wasn't allowed to do anything and was also like, you know, protected very much so at home. I went to a Christian school. So a lot of that, you know, that was my upbringing. So with, when you have kids, are you going to let them do things and experience things? No, at maybe at 18. Then you'll be like, okay, you can kiss somebody or have a drink. or Yeah, I do. I do think there's that sense of maturity that comes with age. And even though I didn't have experiences with boys, I did have travel experiences I you know studied I lived in New York you know my parents did give me education and all those other things I just didn't have sexual experiences or experiences with the other sex so when you finally first did the do you're 25 were you like I want to just have sex like I want to get it all. because you know when people are like I can't drink I can't get drink I can't drink and then when they right. get when they, it hits the lips, then all they want to do is booze. Yeah, no, I was actually like, thank God it's out of the way. It's not something I have to think about now because it was just by that time, anticlimactic, no pun intended. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like, like, okay, I did it. And now I can move Check on. It off. Exactly. So were you ever like into all that? Like sex with relationships? Or was yeah, of like course, a- I had crushes. I just knew it wasn't an option. Like, I, you know, my, it just was my parents told me, you know, if you get pregnant, if you do drugs, whatever happens, we're not going to be there to bail you out. <sighs> they were like, you better study and do something with your life. It was that Indian, South yeah. Asian upbringing where it's just like, study, 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 you have to be successful. Like, we're not gonna, you know, there aren't any handouts here. So I do have a strong work ethic. Of course. Listen, listen, that, that is on like that. That is like, you don't have to say that when you yeah. own your own business. Right. Right. Like, you people are like, why are you such a control freak? And I was like, you don't need to like I when you own a business, 
what else are you going to be? You're not going to be successful right. if you're like this pushover, no. like was. No. Like, what are you going to do? No one else is doing it for you. Right. So it just wasn't part of my experiences. And then when I started experiencing all of that, when I moved to New York and was there for a good six to seven years, and let's say I lived. You lived. So then you got your fun in. I did. And then the minute you turn 25, 26, 27, it's like, get married, get married, get married. Like you, I had my master's, I have an MBA in finance. I don't really talk about it because I don't use it. Incredible. So, That's incredible. So um, just like, you know, you're from Stanford, but you still have your podcast and you're on Namaste Bitches. It's like, you can be more than just like your education, you know, the stereotype smart person. Totally. So is your husband Indian? He is. He's very Indian, but just like Vishal and Richa were different types of Indian. So, you know, you would think the families would be like, oh, they're both in their mid thirties. They're getting married. Like, yes. And it's like when my grandparents met him, they're like, he's not the same kind, but that's okay. And his mom was like, she's not the same kind. And she's on a TV show. Like, eh, okay. Well, so they were cool. The parents were like, okay. So first of all, back up. You, was he not wanting to do the show because he didn't want to do the show or you were trying to keep it for you? I think it was both. It was both. I would have been concerned and it would have been a red flag if someone did want to be on the show, quite frankly. And then with my husband, he did not want to be on the show. And so I respected his wishes. He's very private. He's very shy. And so, you know, you can't force someone and we also weren't official. We were, you know, we'd been together, but I didn't want to be on TV with some guy that I didn't end up marrying. And then you do marry someone and then you're on a show with someone else. So how are you going to do this? Well, I'm going to trickle him in. God willing, we're lucky and I'm grateful enough. We get asked for season four and I'm asked to come back. Then of course I trickle him in. But again, he's what your podcast is called. He's the side piece, right? Like totally. I'm the show, hon. You're just like popping in and out. But you guys are in a different place than where the show is filmed. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. So, because now you- he's my husband. I'm like, okay, you're actually a permanent part of my life now. And you are living full-time there. I'm part-time. You're part-time. Because, you know, like my life and my work, everything, my warehouse, it's in Miami. And I do a lot of work in Manhattan, as you know. And so um, I'm there quite a bit. In the year that I've lived in Scottsdale, I've probably been here, if you add up the time, probably half, like four and a half, five months. So then how is that though for you guys? Well, he's never home anyway. I When I'm here, I'm home alone. So when we do have time for us, we go on vacations. So I go on a lot of trips. Yeah. That's your time. I'm together. going to Egypt on Saturday with him. Are you serious? We've been to like nine countries together already. So like, that's what we like to do in our time together. We like to see the world. Well, you ain't having, you ain't getting pregnant and popping out babies doing that. No, no, I'm not. I'm not ready and neither is he, but I will be 40 next year. Melissa, it's my last year in my 30s. Listen, 39. 
I'm 41, I think. I don't know. 41, I think. 40, 40. I forget. I have to ask my husband this shit because I don't care. But I mean, and I'm thinking about, I have two. My first one, I was the same way. I put off. We got married. I was like, I'm not ready. I have a business. Like, I want to make this a success. Like, I don't want kids. And I put it off, put it off. And then I was 35. And he's like, dude. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll try it. And then we went and we couldn't get pregnant. I'm not saying any of this, this will happen to you. No, 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 no. I understand. Like you have to do the testing. Like, thankfully I've, I've done all that. And you know, you never you know what's going eggs. to happen. I have my eggs, but they always say to try naturally first before you go there. But next year will probably be the year. I'm going to have to do Keep it. going. And I just wanted one. We both just want one, God willing, one would make me very happy so then so you're trying to get all your traveling out all your stuff out and then we get back we settle down but again how are you settling down when you're half the time there and half the time here and half the time here and well he's I all think over. so by the next by next year we're going to pick a place I was saying you know we're looking at a Miami Jersey situation because that's you know, where our friends are, our family is. So this was, you know, temporary. So he's from Jersey. He's from Dallas, but he has a lot of family in Jersey. And we met in Manhattan when no, he was there. We both way. moved to Scottsdale together. Well, why Scottsdale? Because that's where he got his first job. Oh, uh, yes. okay. So that's important. Like he's yeah, a business it's important. Man. And then, you know, being on a show, you don't want to do that when you're just starting your career. So have people on your cast, have they been supportive of this? Everyone is very supportive and everyone understands. And I will say my husband's extremely busy. The reason no one outside of Bali has met him. And that's because Bali came here is because when we have gone to Miami a total of five times together, he's come for 24 hours. And one of those times was meeting my parents, then meeting my grandparents, and then the prenup, and then our wedding. So you got married there? I got married at my parents' house. Yeah, just family. Okay, so we're friends, not like the cat. I didn't invite... I didn't invite any friend. But none of them were like, I want to meet him. Even if you're there 24 hours, I'll find him. Yes, yes. I've said, come meet him. Please come visit us in Scottsdale. And Because you're not going to meet him the weekend he's meeting my parents. Yeah. Or the weekend he's meeting my grandparents. My brother and my sister met him at my proposal. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So this is. Yeah. So they're like, if you don't like them, tough shit, because we're already doing this, baby. Well, yeah, my brother was not too happy about it, but he was like, well, congrats. Wait, he wasn't happy with your husband? That, that was the first time that they were meeting oh. him. But does he? do they like your husband? They love him. He's honestly so loved, and he's the favorite. And, oh. you know, I'm, I'm me. I don't know if you're like this. Even in my house, I'm the Anisha, like on the Family Karma show with my friends. Like that's, I'm that person in my house too. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you are what you, I mean, listen, there is no, I, I don't know, understand how anyone would get like confused about what Yeah, there's doing. no confusion. Like Ever. even 
I'm just always speaking up in my house too. And that's why my parents are like, she's yours now. Yeah. Thank you. Take her. Take, Take her. her. Sold to the lowest. Please. I her. love you. Even if you're an asshole, I love you because she is not my response. Like she go, go fly. And they also know whatever I'm saying is accurate. Okay. So the, like, you know, you know me, I'm like, Oh, sending you pictures because I've been catching up. Right. I've been moving the kids, all this stuff. Yes. So there's been obviously a lot of stuff going on with the show. You know, the, the weddings, lots of weddings. Insane. You got, you got heat for not making a wedding your top priority. I did. It was the same week I moved to Scottsdale. And this is me again in life. This isn't that I didn't RSVP. I obviously got the save the date and booked, you know, checked. Yes, I'm coming. And right. I told him. I'm coming, but don't worry about me. And I'm lucky I have friends that care to ask me when I'm booking, when I'm booking. I didn't know because I didn't know that I was going to be moving and things right. were all up in the air with me and my boyfriend at the time. And so, you know, I did apologize. I probably should have communicated more. But I'll say at 38, you're just, it's, I felt like it was my last chance. You have to do you. And I had to do me and nothing was getting in the way of me jeopardizing this relationship, whether it was the show or filming or my best friend's wedding. So are you guys, because again, like going back, I know you guys made up, but then going back to watch what happens live. You know, you were asked who's going to last longer with the marriages. Right. And what did you say? Neither? I, I, yeah, I think neither. And I even said, but it went over everyone's head. I said, call me in 10 years. But no one was paying attention because by that time, the audience was like clapping. But I did say that. And it aired, but you can't really hear me. I'm like, call me in 10 years because I'm speaking for all of us as millennials. Like, totally. I think it's foolish to say someone's going to last forever. You don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, sometimes I look at my husband and I'm like, are we going to be lasting? Yeah. So everyone's annoying when you're older, you're set in your ways. Like, yeah, totally. It's just reality. Totally. And my husband annoys me every day, every day. I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm so tired. Just call yourself an idiot. Like, yeah. And we're on Watch What Happens Live. I'm not going to sit there and explain my answer. I wasn't totally. invited there to sing a lullaby. Totally. And by the way, they're not, they're going to, they're going to edit that shit out anyway. They're going to like, you, you know, they're going to bleep it out. They just want that. They want that one bite. Well, I'm also not there to be like, yes, have a great life. Best wishes. Like, no, that's what you write on the card. Like, of course, I wish you well. But do I think anyone's relationship is gonna last like have you watched our show like do you think so I don't think so so you weren't saying it because you and Michelle and Richa and it wasn't um, personal right? it was Not a general personal. statement to ask any person getting married over the age of 35 whether their relationship's gonna last till the day we die would be foolish to say yes but you had to have, because they didn't probably take it that way, those four at least. So were they pissed? 
I've told them to their face. Oh, and and, and again, you're going to get married. Are you sure you want to do this? So it wasn't like it's you guys. It's just marriage in general. And so they're not like, they weren't pissy about it. They weren't like, I'm like Vishal, no one was mad. No. And I believe in long-term relationships and monogamy. Do I believe in marriage? Not so much. Me and my husband, you signed the papers. Like we did it for our parents and society. That's like, that's what we did. So uh, that's where I was coming from. And everyone's like, you're a horrible friend. I was like, actually, I'm an amazing friend. So you guys are all, so the cast, you guys are all cool. Like you're all cool with everybody. We're cool with everybody. But like I said, you know, we do have a group chat and we talk every day and there are things come up just like in any healthy relationship. You're going to differ in opinions. You're going to have debates. You're going to argue. Like if you're perfect, if you're in a perfect friendship, then there's something not right. Someone there is not happy. Perfect friendship, perfect relationship, perfect anything. job, anything. You have ups and downs. Totally. So who, because I had Vishal on probably, geez, I don't know, a year ago. Okay. I, I think it was a time that you guys were going through something. I mean, you guys, again, it's the up and down. It's who, always. I, and then the following week, I could have had him and you guys were like besties again. You could have had him. The next day. Five weeks ago, and I would have been really mad. Totally. So are you two still best friends? So that's the thing. We're like family, right? It's never going to be like we're never going to see each other again and never talk because we're so deep rooted. Our parents have been friends for over 30 years. They're always all going to be in my life no matter what. And when I see them, we're going to say hello and we're always going to make it work. Are we best friends right now? I don't know, but are we family before friends? Yes. But a best friend, someone you're like, you know, hanging out with and all that stuff. Like right now, not so much. And I'm here now a lot. So. Okay. But if let's say hypothetically you're back in Miami, would you be hanging out all the time or is there something? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just the distance. Yes, like the last time I was there, I wanted everyone to meet my husband, but actually Vishal was in Patagonia on his honeymoon and Bali was in Kentucky. So uh, it's always something. He was, totally. I did, you know. So if you, outside of Bali, if you're calling somebody because shit hits the fan with your husband or work or somebody, who are you calling from the cast? Brian. Brian. You guys have a really good relationship. We have a really good relationship. And I think a lot of people, you can tell, I think Brian has a really good heart. Yeah. You know, he's just a good person. If if you get out of like the, you know, I want to get like laid and like find ladies. And he's 30 and people like him. Like, what do you expect? Totally. He's single. He's 30. I mean, what else would you, I mean, that's what you do as a guy, 30, 40, 20, it doesn't matter. You're single. What else are you doing? Like, you're just trying to find chicks. Exactly. A 30 year old. I mean, and as someone that was sheltered, I want people who are young, like, yeah, you should go do the most and meet as many people as you can in life. 
Okay, but so going back to what you first said when we were talking, how you typically are not like a guy, like you're not going to have like a best friend as a guy or like you don't get along well with guys over girls. Yes. But you're, you would, you would pick Brian after Bali and he is that guy that's like looking and looking. I mean, you know, he's not coming onto you. No, that's why I feel comfortable around him. We have an eight year age gap as well. And our moms are friends. So it's more family and that's what's different about this show too it's more family yes so like it's not like anyone's gonna have a crush on each other it's not the case right um but now throw me into a group of guys yes I can hold my own do I enjoy it no so where are you with Monica we've seen a lot of I, I feel for her I feel for her I think you know to have to watch every Sunday night it's probably tough and you know I do wish her well and I want all of us to be happy ultimately and I don't want I don't want that for anybody I don't want anyone to feel probably what she's feeling that's awful but are you guys in a space that you would be like hey I'm sorry that this. I talked to Monica I talked to Monica on the side right now more than Michelle Wow, that's saying a lot. Because I've seen a lot of olive branches, but those olive branches just kind of just a few olives making a martini and then they're gone. I think a lot of it also has to do with respect. And do you, this is now something not show related, but once someone's married, like you want to respect their sure. spouse sure. and them too, right? So, like when I talk to Vishale now, it's Vishal and Richa. Right. Because it's no longer like Gossip Girls. Like now we're, it's like, you have a wife now. Like you're a homeowner. Right. And like, I talk to them as a couple. So does that get in the way of then your friendship with Vishal? I think it changes. Like now when I talk to Vishal, like, you know, I'm not talking to him like how we used to when, you know, before we were married. It's different now because you have respect for the other person. Like, what would you do if your husband kept talking to a girl on the phone? No, I'd be like, even exactly. if they I'd be like, come on, let's go. Get your shit So together. I talk, yeah, you, so now it's more like, you know, it's a different, you know, there, there's two people involved and I talk to them both. Do you think she was ever like, con- not concerned, but like, not threatened because that's so like harsh, but was there ever a thing where she was like, dude, you and you and Anisha are like really close. Like I'm no. with you. No, because we've known each other since we were kids. Yeah. So there was never And it's like a this. family. I'm a family friend. Totally. So. Monica, and it's me. And I am not. There's no flirting vibes here. There's, there's no, no vibes. Yeah. There's no threat. So Monica, do you think he cheated? So I think, uh, like I said on Watch What Happens Live, there's Potomac cheating and there's family karma cheating. You know, I at 38 years old, if my husband likes another girl's photo, is that cheating? No. But would you be pissed? I'd rather not look. But if you found out, would you be pissed? Because I would well, be yeah, like, I'd be like, you should only be liking my photos, yes. hon. But yeah. is that cheating? No. 
but do you think there's some validity? Because I feel like sometimes rumors, unless you're just an asshole and you're trying to really get into someone's relationship and start a rumor that's like just to be a dick, I feel like if there's smoke, right? If I wasn't there with a camera capturing it myself, I have no opinion. Yeah, totally. Because I really like Rishi. You do? I really like Monica and I like them together and I want them to work. I think they're good for each other. Now, my issue with that whole thing, and I said it on Watch What Happens Live, is Rishi's 28. Young, young. You're I a baby. Remember 28. At 28, I was like a stumbling dummy. home from somewhere. Totally. I don't even remember 28. I, I remember being, you know, black and blue from hitting my head in a cab because that's how drunk I was totally. the next morning. Like that's what you're doing at 28. You're not start, you're not building a home. And if you're listening, there's time for that. And you're not <laughs> Please like, pause. right. You're not like getting forced into proposing and you're not like settling you shouldn't down. Be. No. Well, which is like ultimatums for 28. You're talking about now not, ultimate made him at 38. Yeah. Time's a ticking. Don't right. waste my time. Totally. That was a thing too. Like, cause I, you know, I, under, and by the way, you're talking about how young they are and a 28 who is, should be out like boozing and partying and Monica doesn't even drink. She doesn't drink. And that's when you saw the gondola and he's giving her the champagne. I don't know if it was non-alcoholic and this poor girl's just like, I'm like, how many grapes can you eat? Like, throw this guy overboard. I mean, I, but that's a, how you're 28. You should be out boozing. You want to be out with your friends and doing this thing. And you're getting pressure to get married. And your chick doesn't even drink. You know what? I like Monica. I just was like, dude, to force a young guy, like, when are we proposing? When are we proposing? When are, when are we setting a date? You know, like, that is just a lot, I feel like. And I feel like that is setting it up for not a great ending. And the difference is, I'd say, in addition to the age, she did give him an ultimatum. The ultimatum, as you saw at Amrit's housewarming, was to propose by her 30 first birthday or, yeah. in Greece and he did not. So once the ultimatum's already passed, then it's time to like look at your options. And I only speak from experience. We've all been there where you don't know. Right. And if you don't know, then that's your answer. If you don't know, then you don't know. And you're never going to know. I'm screaming about ultimatums, hon, because I knew this guy was the one and I knew he was going to and you're 38 yes. different we're not 28 that's a completely separate time in your life like and, and by the way you own your own business monica's trying to figure out her life what is yeah. he doing like he's not this like wealthy man success got his shit together like he actually I is i want to say he actually is he's and i think I want to say, I think that's why she wants to be with him because he is successful. He is wealthy. He is established. On but his own me, or mommy and daddy money? Yeah. Okay, well, that's a big difference. But, but then he works with the family business. So that's going to be his life. Oh, so it's a family business thing. 
I'd say he's like parlayed his family business. But but having said that, to me, that's even more of a red flag. Wealthy, successful 28. Let the guy live. Let him go. Because you know what? Those eyes might be wondering then still down the road because he was pushed into something. See, again, me watching, you know more of the stuff. But like, these are just my thoughts watching. I'm like, dude, I would never. Like, I get you, Anisha, like Cinco de Mayo. Let's (laughs) fucking go. This is it again, 10 years difference, different time in your life. Like, and a guy and a girl, there's all that difference right there. Like you can't like a 28 year old is a 20 year old for men. Like they're just exactly. dummies. They're just dummies. And look at the other guys on the show, right? Like they're living like Amrit. He's getting married at 35, Vishal 35. And he's still blacking out at his wedding. Actually, 36. So yeah, it's a totally like you're comparing apples to oranges. You're telling Rishi, who's a decade younger than the rest of the I cast, know. to get married. And then the people who are a decade older just got married. Yeah. You know, like look now, because I can look back, right? I'm not that age, because then I would probably have a different view. But like looking back, I'm just like, that's not, this is not a good setup. Like you're pushing a guy clearly. He's not ready because you guys had talked about you. I think even like by 30, it didn't happen. Then it's like, is it going to happen in the gondola? Not happening. Is it going to happen by 31? Not happening. You're pushing. When you have to force something, I've learned if you have to force something, a job, a relationship, a friendship, it's not good. It's not not good. good. And you want it to be smooth and easy. Like I said, I can finally be a girl, like a girl, girl. Now I don't have to have all this masculine energy. And it's because I found someone that's like, okay, you're good. We're good. Whereas before I met people that, you know, you're anxious and you're like, do they like me? You shouldn't have to wonder or question. And he's two years, your husband's two years younger than you. He's two years younger than me, but, uh, I'd say he's very mature because he comes I'd say his mom raised him well. Like she had three boys. Oh, geez. Okay. So, so yeah. So she's like, they had to help around the house and do, it wasn't like you're a boys. You don't have to do anything. Like he knows how to cook. He knows how to clean. He knows how to do everything. So when he met me, he's like, I know how to do all those things. I'm looking for someone I'm compatible with who shares oh, the same God. values that I can share my life with. And oh, then we're, you know, we had the same values same beliefs. And I think that's very important. And I always say you need to become friends first. So we talked a lot before anything even happened. Do you think if you weren't doing the show and you didn't have the show based in Miami, that living with him somewhere, whether it's Jersey, Scottsdale, wherever, Manhattan, it wouldn't even be a question that you're kind of keeping stuff back in Miami because the show and like loving to be a part of it no no I wouldn't even be living in Scottsdale so if it was like okay you can do the show or you can do this marriage thing oh well obviously you can see I I chose love but yeah I am already doing that now I'm already in Miami and I think that's what I want to normalize like in millennial relationships like both people are working. So, you know, 
this is my job. This right. is my life. A lot of what I do is in the East Coast. And so I wanted to be with someone that respected that and also lets me spew garbage on a podcast. And when I say lets me, I want to change that to accepts me right, for that. Totally. Because most people that. most people didn't want to date me, Melissa. And I'd say if I weren't if I were not on family karma, I would have been married a long time ago. Because of the mouth. And the like, delay was the mouth and the show and the podcast. No, a lot of people in any culture don't want that. Forget being Indian. But okay, but like being Indian though, are they more like, you know, you're the quiet, you're the Monica. You're like the sweet, like, saw, you know, all that. Are you, do they expect that more? They expect it and... It's how I was raised. I was raised to be that way. And at 33, I told you I was a late bloomer. I decided I'm no longer going to be that person who I'm not. Yeah, totally. That's all I'm saying is just be yourself. So, I mean, but then there's Bali. All all Indian women, all South Asian women. Yes, you're raised to be strong. But at the end of the day, you're raised to be polite and be politically correct and respect your elders and not really say opinions that might steer too far away from the norm. Yeah. Right. So, but like that, is that, do you think why that's you and Bali get along so well? I mean, look at her, she's 47, 48 doing her thing. But we are all people that have done the right thing and it didn't work. And that's why where we are, we are where we are now because She did the same thing, Melissa. She got married at 21 to a good Indian boy on paper that, you know, was from the same Indian community, you know, the same kind of Indian and moved to India. I'm talking about Scottsdale. She moved to India and lived there for 11 years. And so these are all people that have done what you were supposed to do, quotation marks, which is why we're so liberated now is because we did the right thing and it didn't work so what do you think is her hold up with O'Malley you've been together for seven years you know I I'm we have this conversation I really think it's a fear of failing and I can't speak on her behalf because I haven't been divorced twice and I'm trying marriage once now for the first time it's so new for me and so I can only imagine the judgment and, you know, it's common in America to be, you know, divorced. It's not that big of a deal. When Bali got divorced in our community, and she'll speak on your podcast, it was not the norm. You don't become divorced and a single mom at that and right. move back into your parents' house you stay and you deal with it. So I think she did the brave thing. And so for me, the brave thing, which you can't even compare was not getting married and not listening and not falling into that trap of just becoming married or getting married for society. And in her case, she was brave for just not staying and leaving a bad situation. So these are all taboos in our culture. Yeah, totally. I know it's hot. And it was so sad. Like I was watching her like with her daughter 
when they were out getting a drink and she was like yeah. crying. She's like, I think it's a fear of failure. But isn't that all of us? Like, again, and I think that's what makes you successful is that if you don't have that fear, then you know what I'm saying? Like you're out there on your own with your own business. I failed and, and so hustling, hustling totally. and, and having what I say, no sharam, no shame, like putting it all out there. If it fails or is failing, it's on there. Totally. Do you think though, like your parents are, have been support. So it's crazy. Cause you're like, they weren't supportive. Like if you are, something happens with alcohol or if you get pregnant, like figure that shit out. But with your business, they've been very helpful. They've, they've been helpful, but not financially. Absolutely not. My parents have never supported. I'd say none of our parents, most Indian South Asian parents aren't giving handouts. No, it's just, they may have money. They're not giving you money. So when people like see the way my mom is dressed and like, you know, they're like, why aren't you like your mom? I'm like, well, my mom has money. Yeah, totally. And my mom has, you know, I've worn my mom's clothes and I've borrowed my mom's jewelry, as she says, but she's not giving me her credit card and telling me to go find good clothes. You know right. what I'm saying? And I think totally. um, I would, I would be a different person if they gave me money. So are they supportive? Absolutely. Mentally, like they're amazing. Like anything I do, like watch what happens live. Like I really wanted them to come. They were there. They're always there for me. They've been there for me, but I want to clarify, they're not giving me money. Like this is your, this is your. And my husband who is successful as well is not giving me money. I love that. I appreciate it. Again, as someone who runs her own businesses and does her own things, I've never gotten like a handout from anybody. Right. And I want to say like, yes, I'm traditional. And I think the guy should take care of things to a certain extent, but would you say being a woman is expensive? Just the bare minimum is expensive. Hair, nails, maintenance, just looking presentable, getting your eyebrows done. That's probably like at the bare minimum, $500 a month. Like, on a I'm being conservative. Very conservative. I'm being conservative. I'm be scared like, to have to go get my highlight re- or my extensions put back in. But that's going to cost mama. I was getting grays in my early 20s. I've been dyeing my hair every two weeks since I was 25. It ain't so cheap. So it's like, you know, I'm not that girl that's going to ask for money for hair, nails, and the bare minimum. So it's like all of that stuff I'm still paying for. It's it's and the lot. Botox. Oh, jeez, forget that. She, I mean, it's insane. It's insane. It is like you don't think about that. It's it's insane. The guys and I, I want to say back back to Family Karma. Our our show is one of the hard hardest working casts out there because we all have like a job that we have to do. Like anytime, you know, I call any of them or even while we're filming, like they've got Zoom meetings. Like we all have our careers the job the show isn't our job so what is this thing that happened which I was seeing and I didn't get into it because again just everything happening but there's something that came out about the aunties what was that the aunties oh they that 
you know, they're like, like little fight. someone, one of the cast sent a text message and it was about something like, oh, it was it Brian's parents that didn't want to be involved because they wanted like their own show. What was that whole thing? Do you remember? It was, I don't even know when it was. It was. Oh, um, I have no idea about this. Oh yeah. So ugh, I wish I would have actually like gotten deeper in it, but I knew you were coming on. So I figure oh. Monica, maybe I want to say Monica sent out a text message. It was a group text that like all the aunties were on and it was from Vishal. It was for the wedding. It was from Vishal's mom. And she's like, Hey guys, we do this dance. The parents do this dance. Oh, the, the dance. Yes. Let's, like we're going to have a practice. Monica yes. 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 Choreograph. Okay. Yes. So that was for a lesson for there's a part in an Indian wedding called a Sangeet and groups of people, whether it's parents or best friends, there are bunches of groups of people like, so like your friends, then you have the parents group and everyone performs a dance. Okay. So, so I yeah. know Vishal put some receipts on there on Twitter about like the dance it was about the dance and how he said auntie rishma invited auntie dharma to participate in the dance and auntie dharma is saying that auntie rishma didn't talk to her at the wedding yes and they're saying well you wouldn't even participate in a dance and it was about like yes. auntie's wanting her maybe brian's mom wanting like it's you know we're not doing this a part of this because we want to do our own show or something like I, that. But for the wedding. Oh, oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Because again, I didn't get into it, but I know there was back and forth. And, and, and I, just like you, I'm scared of the aunties. I didn't get into it either, but I know what you're talking about. Now. Yes. And again, <laughs> I didn't take, I wasn't like, because I knew that we would talk about it sometime and I didn't know what it yeah. was, but I was shocked that like, they were actually performance, singing. a dance performance show. Well, dance I was shocked too that I think it came from Monica and I know Vishal was tweeting about it and it was kind of like going against, like he was going against Brian's mom. Yes. Standing up for his mom, of course. Yes. And I am not getting involved. <laughs> yeah. But there's still beef then, like it carried over from what we saw. Absolutely. And I, uh, I love all the aunties. And there's no, you can't pay me to get involved in an auntie situation. So what does your mom do? And it's funny because I always see your mom and like the two, like she's always stuck in the middle, literally at the table. She's stuck in the middle. And this one, whether it's Auntie Lopa and, <laughs> you know, Vishal's mom or, or Auntie, like Brian's mom and, and Vishal's mom, like sh your mom is always stuck in the middle and she's like, you just see the camera like looking at her and she's like, what do I do? What do I do? What in, do I do? In life, in my entire life, everyone I've ever met who's met my mom will tell you, you know, there are just those women that are iconic, classy, elegant. They have it all together. And you're just like, how? That's my mom. mom. That's what you see. What you see with her is what you get. She is the most refined, eloquent, woman I know and aunties meet me and they're like why can't you be like your mom and mm. I, I I mean all to your mom not cool that they say that to you 
Yes, but like my mom is that person. She just knows exactly what to say, when to say it. And she's educated. She's actually a bachelor's in child. She's got a bachelor's in child psychology and English literature, which is why I think she speaks so well. And she's just so poised. And I think, you know, what you see is what you get. Like she's that woman, like that's like what is happening and why. And she'll be the first to try to resolve it but in our culture it's not a lot of people don't speak up she is so beautiful she is and I think don't you think happy girls are the prettiest like I mean my mom's the pillar in our home like we are all hot mess expresses and it depending on the day one of us is mad and she's putting out a fire with one of us she's got three kids so she is every time god bless her her, she is i'm like she is we are the negativity yeah she is (laughs) she is she is like the most positive person i know she's always got a smile on and we all we are leeches so then it's crazy because you're saying and by the way we have to go i can't believe it's almost 10 30 because mary my god Miriam's like, okay, bitch, you got to wrap this shit up. <laughs> and those were not her words at all. She didn't swear at all. I know I she just, didn't. <laughs> I just can't. My mouth is just my mouth. But like, is she ever like, okay, you just described her. And then there's you and me. I mean, I'm worse than you. But is she ever like, Anisha, like D? Uh, all the time. She explains to everybody. She explains on my behalf to production she's like Anisha's like a champagne bottle she pops and you know all the bubbles come out and then you know they all settle down she's like that's my daughter and you're like you know what if I have to be compared or described as anything in the world that you're doing it as a champagne I love it yes and we are all like my father she's like they've taken after their father and we have my dad is like the silent guy that's very charming and everyone like wants to talk to him and thinks he's like because we've all got like faces of an angel right and then she's like you know they are simmering underneath it all the mouth of a truck driver yes we all have you know tempers and we're crabby and she calls us the drama krishnas (laughs) (laughs) yeah and she's dealing with all of us We've all taken after my dad. And I don't know in your relationship who's the calm one, but we're all like my dad. It's not me. Can you, do you think it's me? Do you think by any means? And you do think someone needs to balance it out, right? Like my husband's very calm. Yeah. Quiet. Like, and he's like my mom, actually. It's crazy. My husband's job is so insane, like insanity. And yet he is like, I'm like, how are you keeping your shit together? I don't like when like there's stuff all, you know, I pop yeah. off with everything. And I'm like, how are you keeping your shit together all the time? But again, like you said, you need the the balance. So, yeah. oh my God, I love you. And by the way, I told Vishal, I, when you, Family Karma first came out, however many seasons ago now, you guys are freaking crushing. I told him, I was like, I'm not watching this show. Like I like Shaw's. I like my ones that I know this is like, this is just not my jam. I, I just no like a family thing. It's going to be too like nicey. And I went like, yeah. Man. And I, then, then they reached out and they're like, well, you have a Sean. And I was like, now I have to binge. 
And so I had to binge both the first and the second season. You were like, I was forced to binge it. And then I loved it. And then I ate my words. I stuck my fat foot in my fat mouth. I love the show. Yeah. It and it's so genuine. Good. It's amazing. It's, I say we weren't a cast that was just put together. So you see that. And our issues, they may be petty, but I think those are real friendships. Like you're not really mad at people because, you know, they stole your husband or something, right? Like, right. it's like you didn't RSVP to my wedding and that was shitty. Right. Because you're family and a friend. And that's yeah. why I get mad. It is, it is such a good show on so many elements. And I always say, like, I feel like an ass for just, you know, not even giving it a go. And I'm so happy that they reached out and was like, you have him on. And I was like, you know what? Fine. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. I'm studying <laughs> to get my nutritionist degree, but sure. Let me binge two seasons of family karma. And I am so grateful and thankful that I did. I fucking love you guys. I Thank just, you. Say goodbye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. At Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.